Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hey, everybody. My name is Matt, and I'm one of the pastors at Golden Hills Community Church. I'm actually the pastor of small groups in recovery. And in today's Golden Hills Podcast Daily, we're going to be in the book of Luke, and we are going to be studying chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. This is such a great story of a time when Jesus was teaching, and it was re- really signified the time when uh, many of his disciples made the commitment to follow him. Uh, they had obviously heard of Jesus. Um, they had heard him teach. Um, he was obviously very popular, but they hadn't yet committed their life uh, to following Jesus, given up everything, and, um, you know, devoted their entire life to following Jesus. Uh, So this was a pretty big turning point for them, especially for Peter, I think, because he liked to be in control. So let me go ahead and read the passage for us. It's in Luke 5, and I'll start in verse 1. One day, as Jesus was standing By the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled up their boats on the shore and left everything and followed him. So yes, Jesus was teaching the Word of God, um, obviously a very popular teacher. There were crowds following him everywhere, and this particular day was no exception. People were crowding around Jesus, so he actually got into, uh, he saw two boats, and he specifically picked Peter's, of course, and he got into the boat and asked Peter to push out a little from shore uh, for better amplification, amplification, because Jesus knew that um, he didn't have microphones or any PA systems or anything like that. And when you speak um, over water, your voice carries better than just on the shore. So improvising there, Jesus had Peter push him out a little bit and continued to teach. Well, after he was done teaching, he walks up to Peter and basically says, hey, why don't you get in the boat with me and let's push out into deep water and uh, see if we can catch some fish. Uh, Well, Peter was on the shore washing his nets. I mean, it had been a long night. 
Uh, he was probably pretty tired, maybe a little grumpy. Um, and maybe he's thinking in his head, you know, Jesus, you're a pretty good teacher. Uh, why don't you just stick with that and let me stick with the fishing thing? Because everybody knows that you don't fish uh, in the middle of the day. It's too hot. The fish are, are way too down there. They're, they're at the bottom. That's why you fish at night where the fish come up to the surface. But out of respect, um, he obeys. So picture this scene, if you will. Peter's sitting there in, in his boat uh, with Jesus, and they're a ways away now out in deep water, but there's probably still people on shore watching this whole thing. So I'm imagining Peter being pretty embarrassed, maybe a little frustrated. I mean, he had made a career out of fishing, um, and everyone was watching this whole thing unfold. I'm picturing... Peter there with his, uh, he would have, he would have had his hands grasped to his net so that he could feel a tug and know if there were fish in his net. So maybe he's sitting there just not in a good mood. And maybe he's probably has his back turned to Jesus and he's thinking, man, how long is it going to be for this to end? I hate this. I don't like this. What is going on? And then all of a sudden, everything changes. Peter feels a tug. And then another tug, and another tug, and another tug. And the next thing he knows, the side of his boat is dipping down into the water because there are so many fish in his net that they are pushing and pulling both him. His arms are probably breaking, his hands are probably sore, and the the side of the boat is probably taken on water, and just everything gets crazy. So, so many fish. So many fish. The boat begins to dip. The nets start breaking. Everyone's screaming. There's fish flapping all over the place. There's water spraying in everyone's face. There's so much craziness going on in Peter's boat. He yells for his friends in the other boats to come and help. So they come over. They kind of start helping out, and their boats start sinking. I mean, it's just a crazy scene. Uh, And in the moment of this, right in the middle of this, Peter has a moment of clarity. What happens is he he sees the truth about who he is. In fact, he was so moved that he fell at Jesus' knees and said, go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. I mean, he fell, he dropped, he hit the deck. Down there where all the fish guts are and the blood and just the stink and who knows what the, was at the bottom of Peter's boat, but he, he hit the deck and he's at Jesus' knees. And he has a moment of clarity. He sees the truth about who he is. He says, I'm a sinful man. That word sinful man, that phrase sinful man can be described or defined as someone devoted to sin, preeminently sinful. So Peter realized who he was at the core And at the same moment, Jesus opens Peter's eyes so he can see the truth about who Jesus is, that he is the Lord of all creation, and that this whole time Peter had been lecturing the Lord of the universe over how to fish, fish he created. So Peter is overwhelmed. He fell. He was astonished. That word astonished can literally mean immovable. Stunned, 
afraid. So Peter had basically placed himself at the mercy of Jesus Christ. James and John were there too, no doubt affected. You know, Peter was right where Jesus wanted him to be. At the end of his rope, or at the end of his net, in this case, at the bottom of his boat, completely surrendered. Have you gotten there yet with Jesus, friends? Has Jesus brought you to your knees in humility? Has he shown you the truth about who you really are? Are you finally done trying to pull this Christian thing off under your own strength? Have you turned your life and surrendered everything to Christ? I sincerely hope so because it's in these moments, those moments that Jesus reveals our our sin to us, that he can reveal his glory. And when we're humbled before him, he can lift us up. And I just want you to know, he doesn't humble us like this. He doesn't get us down on our knees so he can abuse us. He has us down there because he wants to use us. Let's look at how this story ends. Verses uh, 10 and 11 say that Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled up their boats onto the shore, left everything and followed him. Jesus is essentially saying to Peter and to all of us, we don't have to be afraid when we have these moments of clarity, when we see ourselves for how we really are, when we, when we grasp how selfish we can be and how self-reliant we still are and how, how much in control we really want to be, that we don't have to be afraid in those moments, that he will lift us up in those moments, that he will take us in his arms and pull us up out of the muck and mire of that boat put us back on firm ground, put us back on the shore so that we can follow him because he wants to include us in his mission. And I want you to notice something else in this text as we end here. When Peter addressed Jesus the first time in verse five, he called him master. Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. He obeyed. His master. That word master can mean superintendent, like an overseer, kind of like a boss. But everything changed at the bottom of his boat. Notice what Jesus, how Jesus, or how Peter addressed Jesus in verse 8. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. That word Lord literally means he to whom a person belongs. Do you belong to Jesus, brothers and sisters? Or are you just obeying him out of some sense of duty? Does he have your heart? Are you devoted to him at all cost? He is worthy, my friends. He is worthy. Father, I just want to thank you for this story today. Just reminding us of who we really are, but More important than that, who Jesus is. He is the Lord of glory. 
May we realize both of these truths more deeply. We love you. We praise your name. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.